Welcome back to Unsolved South. I'm your host, Matt. That's not me. <laughs> I messed up my name again. What are the chances? I was looking at my notes, and your name's in my notes, and then I read your name. You don't know my name? You have to put my name in your notes? My... No, it's not like I was reminding myself. I was just like, well, I remind myself of stuff I need to say. Gotcha. So I forgot my name again. That's the second time. Well, um... My name's Maddie. I need to do better. Yeah, you do. Okay. I'll be Michelle this week. Okay. I'll be Maddie this week. All right. Okay. And I'll be Michelle. Welcome back to Unsolved South. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. That took forever. I think it's on a delay. <laughs> There's like such a delay. Yeah. We're um, recording virtually again. Um because we were having some issues getting together so we're recording virtually again so if it's a little funky that's why but I was really happy with the last episode I heard which was the Widow oh, of yeah. Hazel Green I just listened that to that that one turned out really good yeah and that sounded really good yeah I was really happy with it so all right so this is October and it's spooky month and I told y'all that I wanted to do something different for the whole month of October because I love Halloween in October and spooky stuff and so I want to start out this week doing something a little different I have a list of superstitions that I've been told my whole life. And I want to see how many of these you're familiar with or did I fail you as a Southern mama? All right. <clears throat> I'm ready. All right. So these may not all be strictly Southern beliefs, but Southerners do hold them close. And I'm telling them how they were told to me because every family probably has their own version of this. But this is what my family would always say. Okay. So, you know, we all know you can't walk under a ladder. Right. You can't open an umbrella in the house. You can't let a black cat cross your path without marking an X out of spit. But right. what about some of the other ones that only the really superstitious greenies and pappies told us, right? Mm-hmm. Can't wash clothes on New Year's. What about Hank Blue? Wait, what'd you Are say? Are you familiar with that? No, that wasn't what I asked. Hank Blue? I said Hank Blue. Hank, H-A-I-N-T, Hank, mm -hmm. like a ghost. A Hank. A Hank. No. Blue. I don't think the so. The color blue. Mm -mm. So the belief is that if you paint your ceiling paint blue, which is actually a very pretty color, by It'll the way. It'll keep away the spiders. Up. But you paint your... Well, that is why people do it now, but they believe uh, that ghosts and spirits could not cross water. Oh. And that they would get confused and believe that that was water, and so it would keep spirits from coming into your house. But they do say it keeps um, birds and mosquitoes and stuff off your porch because they think it's the sky and it confuses them and they just don't huh, Who knew? What about a bird in the house? Uh, that's terrifying and death is coming at you. It does mean somebody in the house is supposed to die. What about an owl hooting outside your window? Uh, somebody's dying. I don't know what that one is for sure, but it is an omen of death. Birds are birds are death. Do you know how to stop you it? You hoot back. <laughs> no, 
you have to tie a knot in the corner of your bed sheet. Oh. <laughs> what about a red cardinal beat on your window? Death. Um, red cardinals are supposed to be spirits of loved ones that are passed away. I used to have a red cardinal when we lived in that trailer. Um, and it would come and beat on my window every single morning at the same time. Every single morning. Like 6 a.m. Every single morning. Maybe it was a loved one that had passed away. Well, I hated that bird. <laughs> okay, what about covering a mirror when somebody dies? Yes, and... It keeps their soul from getting trapped. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you wanted me to tell you what it meant. Um, And also, death at a wedding is a bad... um, A bad juju. Uh, we just did a wedding at the old medical college. So if somebody dies at your wedding? Well, yeah, but like I'm talking about like a grave at your wedding. So we just did a, uh-huh. a wedding at the old medical college and had to cover the grave because um, they're superstitious. Why would they pick somewhere with a grave if they are superstitious? Yeah, good question. Good question. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever heard that one, but it it does stand to reason if somebody just drops dead at your at your wedding that that's probably not great luck (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) what about stopping the clock when somebody dies in the house oh i haven't heard that one okay so it gives them time to say their final goodbyes and then leave in their own in their own time frame oh wow instead of rushing them out all right, and if you're walking on the sidewalk with your uh, your bow, you're never supposed to let a pole come between you. Right. It splits. Um, why? Split. You're not supposed to split apart, but I can't remember why. Yeah, you're not supposed to let anything split you because it'll cause problems in your relationship. You never hand anybody an open knife. Right. You have to close it first. And whoever opens a knife has to close it. Right. Or to cut them, out of, cut them out of your life. Cut, cut. All right. And on New Year's Day. Don't wash no clothes. On New Year's Day you eat. Oh, sorry. Awesome. Uh, yeah, no, that's also true. If you wash clothes, you'll wash somebody out of your life. Um, you're supposed to eat uh, right. greens for money. Black eyed peas for luck. Yes. Um, ham for yep. something. Ham for health. Well, I don't know. Ham and then cornbread you need it for to flavor the collars. <laughs> 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 cornbread to sop up the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought there was like you have to eat ham and. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard one about ham, but no. uh, I mean, like I said, that's my family. Every family's probably got their own true what about somebody sweeping your feet oh no you'll have a bad marriage oh yours is different okay so my family always said my grandma always said i had one that said if somebody swept your feet you'd never get married and one that said if if you got your feet swept you'd get arrested arrested yes what that's so different than what i've got so i had two very different grandmas (laughs) All right, what about a rocking chair, letting a rocking chair rock on its own? No, I've never heard anything with that. If you let a rocking, if you get up and let the rocking chair rock on its own, you're inviting a spirit to sit down. Huh. I did that all the time. Well, there you go. That's why you're haunted by cardinals. 
Probably, because I'd be giving these ghosts somewhere to sit. <laughs> you never whistle at a table or set shoes on a table. Uh, whistling because it's rude, and shoes because it's bad luck. They're both and bad dirty, luck, but yeah, and it's gross too. But even new shoes, you're not supposed to do that. What about if your foot itches? Oh, you're going somewhere new. Yep. If your nose itches? Uh, someone's talking about you? Nope. Gonna get company. Oh. If your palm itches, money's coming your way. Exactly. If your ears are ringing, somebody's, somebody's talking, talking about, about you. Yeah. Um, if you get a chill. Oh, I don't know, because I get chills all the time. There's a ghost nearby. Somebody walked across your grave. Ooh. Somebody walked across your grave. You've never heard that if you get a chill. I did. Oh, now that you said it. My grave. Now that you said it, I did. I have heard that. How about the dangers of wearing your nightgown backwards? What? No. It'll cause a witch to ride you that night. <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> Not like that, filthy. <laughs> they ride you like a broom. They use you like a broom. <laughs> dirty this is a family podcast <laughs> they just they flying around sitting on you <laughs> still dirty you know there's a story about the boo hag and uh it's the same thing that um that they'll come and try to ride you but if you fight them mm -hmm. that they will skin you take your skin and they'll wear it through the night what? And then when you wake up the next morning, you don't realize that you don't realize that you got visited by the witch or the boo hag and you're just real tired and bruised and you can't explain the bruises or whatever. Huh. And you're tired. You don't feel like you slept and it's because you've been up all night getting rode by witches or boo hags. <laughs> okay. If the cows are laying down. Your milk is spoiled? I don't know. It's gonna rain. Oh. I'm surprised you don't know that one. Mm -mm. If a bunch of cows are laying down, it means it's gonna rain. Huh. What about cutting a baby's hair before their first birthday? It's real bad luck. It'll make them insecure. Really? I didn't know that was the reason. Yes. Well, some people say it's bad luck. Some people say it'll make them insecure. Hmm. All right. What about taking an old broom to a new house? Oh no, you're inviting all kinds of past, uh, something, past juju or something like that into your own new home. And <laughs> bring unfinished business into there you your go. new house. See, that's what I said, basically. <laughs> basically. This one reminds me of Melissa, and today is her birthday. So, I don't know happy if she birthday, Melissa. So, happy birthday, Melissa. This is my favorite one because she gets so mad whenever I tell her this. Whenever we're doing a bonfire or something, I say, if you play with fire, you're going to... Pee the bed. Pee the bed. Pee the bed. And she gets so mad every single time I say it. Because <laughs> she'd be poking the fire, and I'd be like, you're going to pee the bed. And she gets mad every single time for no reason. <laughs> so it reminds me of her. <laughs> All right, do you know why you say bless you when somebody sneezes? So their soul doesn't escape. Because that's supposed to be the closest you ever get to death without dying. 
don't know. And so your soul could get confused and jump out of your body. Well, I mean, I don't know if any of it's legit, but <laughs> I'm just saying the superstition is. I mean, I don't know that it's legit you'll pee the bed if you uh play with fire. We'll have to ask Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you say rabbit, rabbit, rabbit on the first yep, of the month? Yep, and rabbit hair, rabbit hair, rabbit hair. I've never heard rabbit hair. Um, my psych just rabbit, rabbit. My rabbit. psychology teacher in college said it was rabbit hair, rabbit hair, rabbit hair. So ever since then, I've done both, just for safety. Also, if you blow cinnamon at your front door on the first of the month, it'll bring in wealth. Hmm. I've never heard of that one. I've done it a couple of times, and it does work. Well, I'm gonna have to do that on the first day of the month. Yeah, um, I'm about to do it uh, tonight because I forgot. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> um, if you wake up with crazy hair, do you know why? Yeah. Uh, your hair had a party and your head wasn't invited? <laughs> no, that's just what I told y'all. <laughs> the cows come for you at night and they lick your head. <laughs> no, there's a cow lick. Give you cow licks. Alright, so I'm sure if I thought about it enough, I could think of a dozen more. And every Southerner loves a good superstition. <laughs> Whether they say they're superstitious or not, they are. And mm -hmm. another thing every good Southerner loves is a story. Yes. So what I did was I gathered some of the best stories that were not as well known from all the Southern states. And if you know a version of these stories and you want us to hear them, just send us a message and uh, we may read them out. But these are versions that I put together based off of first-hand knowledge of hearing the story, obviously, not being a part of it, and um, of research. So if it's not the version you know, it's still a version. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with... Virginia. Yay, Virginia. All right. They say Virginia is for lovers, but you'll want to be aware of where you express that love because parking near a particular bridge in Fairfax County, Virginia, can win you a meeting with the bunny man. Ooh. Reports of this axe-wielding man dressed in a bloody suit made of rabbit skin has been coming in since the seven. What? Some people say he's a husband that went mad and brutally murdered his wife and daughter near a nudist colony <laughs> of all places. He then escaped into the woods to live out his days. Some people say he's a homeless man living off of rabbits and he's protective over his property. And he even went so far as to murder two teens he caught trespassing, hanging their bodies from the bridge. Or maybe he's an inmate that escaped from the insane asylum, escaping into the woods after a bus crash during transport. We may never know who he is or why he's there. What I do know is I personally will just go get a room. <laughs> Another interesting tale coming out of Virginia is... That on the night of February 5th, 1952, a Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey circus train was headed towards its next stop in Lynchburg, Virginia. 
It hit a broken rail causing the train to derail and many of the animals and some of the performers were killed. But 35 lucky gorillas escaped into the nearby woods. There were repeated attempts to capture these gorillas, but they were too smart for that mess. So they soon began a reign of monkey business that would annoy (laughs) Campbell County citizens for years to come. The gorillas would harass dogs and farm animals. They would steal food. They would peek in windows, scaring the bejesus out of people. Like, can you imagine you're getting a shower and look over How and there's a creepy. No. That <laughs> would scare the, would scare the crap out of you. They would scream and howl all night and into the early morning hours. They also would do their potty business on people's roofs of their houses. <laughs> so they'd be thinking it was raining, but really a gorilla's peeing on their roof. One even hopped into a running truck and knocked it out of gear and crashed it into a shed. Sightings have become less and less reported, with the last one being in 1981. So maybe they died or maybe they just moved on somewhere else. But that one's supposed to be true. Well, yeah. Well, they're all supposed to be true. The bunny man, Mm -hmm. a lot of people um, tell the story like he's in a bunny costume. But the way I heard it, he is wearing a suit made of skinned rabbits. Um, can you imagine uh, the bunny from Christmas Story? That's what I imagine right now is him, but bloody and with a knife. <laughs> I mean, that's fairly terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> imagine any bloody bunny costumed person running out of the woods while you're parking along would send you running. So For sure. All right, so we're going to move on to West Virginia. If you find yourself walking along in the woods of West Virginia, you want to be aware of your surroundings. There are predators you know about and some that you may not, but none of them will give you much warning. Maybe you'll hear a blood-curdling scream. A woman being attacked? An animal? You'll be unsure. When suddenly out of nowhere something pounces it happens so fast all you can see are flashes of white you feel its hot breath on you its claws and teeth ripping at your skin you'll try to fight you'll swing with everything you have but you'll feel weak and your hands are so heavy it's a struggle just to lift them you start to realize that this may be how it ends for you And then, just as suddenly as it started, it's over. You begin to assess your damages, only to see that there is no damage. You are perfectly intact, except maybe mentally. You just had an encounter with one of the white things. What? The white things come in many shapes and sizes. Some walk on two legs, some on four. Some have been described as having too many limbs. The only thing the witnesses can agree on is that they are always white, always fast, and always vicious. Their attacks take on a dreamlike quality during which you can never sufficiently fight back. And although you feel them attacking you, 
there is never any damage done. Well, there's never any damage done to humans, but there have been accounts of these beasts tearing apart animals, but they do not leave a drop of blood behind. It's said that these things cannot enter a graveyard, that you'll be safe in a graveyard. But is that true? Can you trust that knowledge? Or is it just going to give you a false sense of security before the next attack? You know, that story reminds me of something I saw on TikTok where um, these creatures in the woods, um, like, I think they... I think they either yell hello or it sounds like a baby crying in the woods or something. I don't know. I have to look it up again. But that was creepy. Well, I'm glad you liked that one. <laughs> All right. We can move on into Arkansas then. Wait, West Virginia only had one? I saw a TikTok one time when this woman said, yeah, I only come up with one in West Virginia, but it was a good one. So I was like, it's good enough. Maybe somebody listening will be like, hey, I'm from West Virginia. I mean, they had other ones that are, but they're so well known yeah. that it was like, man, everybody knows that school. Yeah. You know? Skinwalker. But it, it was, this was the only one I could find A that wasn't one that I had heard of before. Oh, yeah. The Skinwalker. Yeah. Have you heard of those? But they're generally out west. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a whole, um, actually there's a new show yeah there's a new show called this maybe skinwalker project or something huh. there's a whole ranch we'll discuss that uh some other time make a note we'll discuss it later okay maybe at the end of this episode but uh yeah it's a whole thing there's like a real famous the skinwalker ranch well and there's been alien activity there's been like these giant wolf sighted and uh all kinds of stuff so it's super well, maybe you can throw that uh, an episode or something in about the skinwalkers because I'd love for you to tell me about it. Yeah, we may do that. Yay! All right. Okay. So anyway, back to Arkansas. I saw this TikTok where this woman said her coworker in a billing center had accused somebody of giving a false address because there was no such state as Arkansas. <laughs> and so ever since then, whenever. <laughs> Whenever I see it, that's the first thing that pops into my head is Arkansas. <laughs> I think I'm going to just rename it Arkansas. I always call it Arkansas. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine, though, that you're, like, giving your address? <laughs> this and like, somebody's like... You're trying to lie to me and give me a fake address. <laughs> There's no Arkansas in the U.S. <laughs> so funny okay so about 85 miles of little rock arkansas if you follow the railroad tracks back into the woods if you're lucky or unlucky depending mm -hmm. on how you look at it you might get to see the gordon spook lights Ooh. described as a light in the distance hovering in the air bobbing around as if it were tethered it often looks some hue of blue green white or orange what is it where did it come from there are many stories two of the most popular are connected to the tracks themselves one story is that a railroad worker was accidentally struck by a train he was decapitated and his head was thrown far into the woods 
that worker is now doomed to wander the tracks with his lantern searching for his lost head. The second story can be traced back to a murder that took place in 1931 during the Great Depression. A worker named Louis McBride was upset that his hours at the railroad had been cut, and he confronted his foreman, William McLean. When the foreman told him the railroad could not afford to give him more hours, and he simply turned to walk away, McBride became enraged. He struck the foreman in the head with a shovel, knocking him to the ground, and then began beating the man with nearby railroad spikes and a hammer. It's said that McLean, not realizing that he's dead, is still going about his workday, walking the tracks looking for trouble. Oh. The lights were first spotted soon after McLean's murder, and as I said, the murder can be traced back. It did happen. But the names vary a bit on the newspaper articles, but that's not uncommon. So. Can you imagine you know, being stuck in the afterlife know, at work? Tragic, it? I mean, I guess unless you really loved your job. I mean, I really love my job, but in the afterlife? Really love in the afterlife? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, planning like, weddings. Planning ghost weddings. No, planning weddings <laughs> in the ghost world. <laughs> no. I mean things I think yeah like having to walk I mean, the railroad track I don't want to be wandering around looking for my head either but what if you were wandering around looking for your head that would be worse yeah true okay so some people have other theories about what they're seeing and if you've ever seen the show the Osbournes want to believe mm -hmm. do you watch that? I have seen it before yet okay so anytime they show Ozzy a clip of any lights he always goes ball lightning <laughs> No, um, that show, I have to turn on the closed captionings because I cannot understand a word he says. Can you No, not, not a oh, single word. So not funny. a single word. I have to read the entire thing because I cannot understand a single word that he says. <laughs> I remember because I was at your house and y'all were all laughing and I was like, what is he saying? And then y'all are like, he said this. And I'm like, can you please just turn on the closed captioning? And like, I have no idea what is going on right now. Well, nine times out of ten, he says it's ball lightning. <laughs> it's his favorite explanation for anything. And I mean anything. The door shuts, it's ball lightning. <laughs> There's an alien, it's ball lightning. <laughs> so that's a popular explanation here also, is that it's ball lightning. But the conditions aren't necessarily conductive to it being ball lightning. So the other popular explanation is that it's the reflection of lights coming from the in interstate. And the lights have been investigated many times and those theories have been disproven. The interstate is two miles away and there's nothing for the lights to reflect off of. And the lights can be seen in all types of weather, day and night. Hmm, interesting. They have actually had people come out and investigate and try to disprove it or whatever, but they have not been able to. Huh. All right, Mississippi. This is a good one. And I had never okay. heard this before. This this one is like, this is a wild story. I'm buckling my seatbelt. Yes, do. This is a, listen, the ladies in this, we need to keep this under wraps in case we ever need to use it. All right. 
In the 1950s, in a very small town whose name has been lost to history, a terrifying outbreak occurred. A group of the town's men got together in sort of a you help me, I'll help you kind of way, and they were going to paint each other's houses and barns. It's going really well. They're moving through them pretty quickly because they got so many people helping. The town is looking so good. Their houses are looking so good. Their barns are looking so good. Everything's working good, right? But, unfortunately, the amount of lead contained in paint in those days would make handling so much paint in such a short amount of time potentially deadly. And it was, but not how you think. These men developed a disease called mercritis, and it caused their bodies to release a chemical which, when smelled by a woman, would send her into a homicidal rage. What? So, when they came home to their wives or got near any women in the town, the women went crazy and started trying to kill them. So, all the women in the town set about their task of murdering every man. And then they started burning the buildings down and destroying all the property during the struggles. Because, you know, it's like a riot. They're, they're fighting these men. They're trying to kill them. If they run in a house, these women are setting these houses on fire. All they can think of is killing these men. This is their sole purpose in life right now is to kill these men. What? When everything was said and done... There was nothing left of the town, and most of the citizens were dead. The women that remained slowly came back to their senses, but the men that were left were left kind of untrusting because they didn't understand why the women snapped, and they didn't know if it was going to happen again. So the men didn't really trust the women anymore, and the women were like, sorry about that. Sorry, I kind of lost my cool there. Yeah, exactly. So the government came in, as they do. They made up a whole story about a gas leak or something, probably. <laughs> then they relocated the survivors. <laughs> now, according to medical history, the outbreak never happened. But the stories are passed down from people who say they survived or that their grandparents told them they survived. And remember, this was in the 50s. So it wasn't really that long ago. So there are people alive now that swear they survived this incident that the government says never happened. Now, interestingly enough, this is not the only story of this disease. This actually happened, I believe, in England at some point as well. Wow. So government says it didn't happen. But people are out there saying they survived, that it did 100% happen. I mean, it's up to your discretion how much you want to trust the government. I'm just saying. Did it happen? Did it not? Did it, did it not? You tell us in the comments. <laughs> it's a good story either way, though, isn't it? Yeah. I've never heard of such. <laughs> you know how you get uncomfortable <laughs> or something and you get like 
insanely angry. Like, if you're just too cold. Yeah. You just are, like, super angry. Or, like, if you're hungry, you're, like, super angry. Yeah. I don't think it's that far-fetched that if there was just a smell, you could not get past that it would send you into a rage. I don't know that it's that far-fetched. I agree. I mean, science studies like pheromones and stuff. They put them in perfumes and colognes and all. So there's got to be something attached with smell kind of giving you thoughts or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know if it's that far-fetched. I agree. All right. So Mississippi number two. If you're in Mississippi one night and you want a little excitement, maybe you want to try this. Go down Nash Road, turn off your headlights, honk your horn three times. Suddenly, you might hear a knock on the roof. And if that doesn't scare you enough to make you drive off, you might feel your car start to shake as if a body's been thrown against it. Surely that will be enough. Wait, are you doing this while driving? No, I said stop your car. You said drive down the road, take a left. I said go down. Turn off your headlight. I did not say take a left. Honk your horn. (laughs) I did not say take a left. Okay, go to Nash Road. Well, I took a left. Turn off your headlights, park your car, honk your horn three times. There. Okay. Okay. There. <sighs> All right. Instructions. So not surely clear. that'll be enough to have you speeding off down the road, hearing and feeling someone beating on your car the entire time. And if, when you reach the end of the road, you're brave enough to look in the rearview mirror behind you, silhouetted in the moonlight, you might see a woman with three legs. What? I'm going. I'll be there in just a minute. If you go to Mississippi, go try it. How did she get three legs, you might ask. Oh, yeah, that's a question I should have asked. You want to go to Mississippi (laughs) or ask about how did she get three legs? I should have asked how many, I mean, why did she have three legs? Yeah, that seemed like the first question you would ask, but I'm going to tell you. Okay, you tell me. There are several stories on why she has three legs, but these are my favorite. The first being, a young woman named Rose was kidnapped and murdered and then dismembered. Her body parts were strewn down Nash Road. Her mother was distraught and set about looking for her daughter. She came across Rose's leg and everything hit her all at once. It was too much for anyone to bear and the mom went quite mad. She took her daughter's leg home and taking out her trusty sewing kit, she attached the leg to her own hip so she would always have her sweet rose with her. Creepy. I'm going to need you to leave my leg in the ground. Yeah, I'll just be distraught in a different way. That's like eat cookies or something. Yeah. Okay, so another of the stories, kind of two stories, involve a farmer and his wife. And one, the farmer finds his wife having an affair with a soldier, and the farmer in anger kills the soldier. The wife is so upset about the loss of her lover that she sews his leg onto her body and then disappears into the woods. Oh. The other story 
is that the dedicated wife became suspicious of her husband's increasing number of trips to town. She followed him one day and witnessed him in the arms of his lover. Hurt and angry, she ran home, sitting alone in their small house. Her anger soon grew to rage. When her husband finally walked in the door, unaware his wife knew his dirty little secret, BAM! She swung her axe, connecting just below his hip. Her anger giving her more strength than she should have normally possessed. His leg was severed, and he lied dying on the floor, watching as his dedicated wife sewed his severed leg onto her own body. Wow! I like that one the best. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Some of the origin stories are followed with the woman showing up at a church the following Sunday, and barring the doors and then setting the church on fire with the congregation still screaming inside. And there is a burned down church, but I don't know why she'd be so mad at the people at the church. Yeah. So, I was like, meh. That don't make no sense. Yeah, I was the same way. I was like, I don't know about that. That seems iffy. Alright, so this is where we're going to wrap up the stories. We'll uh, maybe do a little chit chat about the Skinwalkers now. Yes. Like. Yes. Netflix has a show on where they're doing um, investigations at the Skinwalker Ranch. But I heard a story about this family that bought a ranch out there. I don't think it was the Skinwalker Ranch, but it may have been. And when they were unloading their stuff, they got it like super cheap. And when they were unloading their stuff... They saw at the edge of the woods, there was this giant wolf. And like, I mean, three, four times the size he should have been. Like Jacob from Twilight. He was just watching them. You know, like they yelled or whatever to scare him away, but he didn't. He just watched. And so they were a little concerned not letting their kids go out and stuff. They got into the house and that night when they went to lock up the house, they realized that the house had all this extra security, all these extra, like, super thick steel locks and these shades that come down over the windows, like, um, the purge type stuff. And so, they were like, what is this about? But then that wolf started getting closer and closer, and then it started killing their cattle, and then their dogs chased it into the woods, and... Their dogs both disappeared. But they said the same thing, that you would hear a baby crying, Mm -hmm. but they were too scared to go out and check. But that's a, um, I believe, a Navajo belief that the skinwalkers, and you're not supposed to talk about them. But that's not really what their name is, because that would be the the white people name for it, I guess. The non-Native American name for it. So, I would think it would be fine to talk about them like that. Yeah. Because that's not what the natives call him. And I don't know that name. Supposedly some super rich dude. Somebody famous. But I can't think of who right off. But he bought the ranch. And he, like, put 24-hour surveillance on it. He's got, like, security out there and everything. And he's owned the ranch for... 
a while and then i think he opened it up with his research and that's what the show was about but they've had like a ton of alien and um ufo sightings there they've had a ton of like animal maulings yeah there it's all kinds of stuff but but they're having the show now on netflix i think so it might be worth checking out yeah that sounds so interesting but it's in the southwest I don't know. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here. And then when we come back, we're going to do some more stories about the southern states. I got some good ones. Um, I've really put a lot of work into this episode. And then, right at Halloween, we're going to do the show I've been wanting to do since we started the podcast. Which I'm super (laughs) excited about. I'm so excited. Now I'm hoping the story comes together like I thought. Have a a Halloween story to share that is a super weird experience that me and my brother shared. So I'm going to share that in a couple episodes from now. That's so exciting. So do you have anything? You were supposed to be thinking about your favorite Halloween memories and you didn't. It's not Halloween yet. I got time. I got time. No, because we discussed it on the last one. Yeah, I just need time. Oh, so you want to wait until the Halloween show and share yours? <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up here, and we will see y'all next week for the second part of October our... October Stravaganza. What, October Stravaganza? <laughs> what are we calling it? <laughs> our spooky month celebration. So we'll come back for part two of that. And we are going to share the podcast this week with somebody who has a birthday in October. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at Unsolved South and follow us on Instagram at Unsolved underscore South. And if you have your own story that you would like us to tell you, um, you can email us at Unsolved South podcast at gmail.com or if you want to share a halloween memory since maddie don't have any yes you guys share your halloween memories with me and i'll share your halloween memories with her (laughs) and everybody else all right yeah everybody else too all righty well we will see y'all next week i guess thanks for listening Bye. bye